Hello everyone, this is Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth, and welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it, discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's just two friends just having a good time, so sit back and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Seth. And I'm Chase. And welcome to the show on this lovely Sunday evening, June 9th. I tell you what, Chase, I don't know about you, but uh, it, it seems a little weird being in the new year. Yeah, no, um, definitely like... Someone like, I was like... Like a trick. Like, it feels like I'm going to wake up tomorrow... And, you know, it's somebody's going to be like, ah, just kidding. It's 2021. Like something's going to pull April Fool's in June. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know about you, but uh, my New Year's was pretty laxed. Yeah, no, I definitely with um, with me going like into like the later years of life. Uh, I'm finding more and more that I'm not, I don't do anything. Last like two years in a row, um, like I stayed up till midnight and then I was like, all right, happy new year. <laughs> and then I was like, I was, I was time asleep. to go to bed. Like, time to go to bed. I'm way past my bedtime here. <laughs> I, I look forward more to like the early bird special at places than I do <laughs> actually <laughs> staying up for New Year's. Is, is that the way you feel? You, I, I feel like you're you, right now. You're, you're just trying to like, you're trying to milk it at this point. A little bit, a little bit. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, man. You know how I am. You know how I am. I'm always trying to, I'm always trying to, you know, pull your leg a bit. <laughs> I feel like you're always trying to like hustle somebody. Be like, yeah, no, like my grandpa. It's, it's for my <laughs> grandpa. It's his plate. I'm getting. <laughs> oh yeah i'd be like no i get that benjamin button disease i'm actually 87 <laughs> oh, <that's messed> <laughs> so yeah the new year is here um we're officially underway uh and with that you know playoffs are, are coming um right around the corner yes they are yes they are i don't know if you're watching any of the football games today there I I did well, you know I'm not a huge fan of the Cowboys, <laughs> um, the Cowboys, but the Cowboys beats, uh, the Jets I think or not the Jets, who do the Cowboys play t- this week? I, well, don't know. Beat- I know the Steelers played Baltimore, and the Bengals played the Browns. Okay, tell us about those games. All right, I was watching. I was watching the Bengals today. had had my sister over, and uh, her husband, and we were just like, uh, you know, we'll do a cool thing because like the, it's far and few between where the Bengals actually do well. Right, right. So it, it was nice watching watching them play the Browns, but like the Bengals, they they complete they completely just played their second string the whole time. Okay. So do you, they, feel, do you feel like when teams are like really low on like the chances of winning, that's just when they like play other people. 
<laughs> well, it, I think it depends. I think the Bengals know they're they're going to the show either way. So they're like, this game doesn't matter against the Browns. Let's play the second string, save okay. our good players, and we'll uh, right. we'll convene later. And they end up yeah. losing to the Browns, which is it is what it is. But they're still going to the show. Right. Right. And, you know, with that, I feel, I feel like if they know that they're in there, that's a like if they know that they they got like a, a slot at, you know, in the for the playoffs, that's like really the, the best way to go. It's a solid strategy. I don't blame them for doing that, but they still lost to the Browns. Yeah. I mean, right now, right now, the Bengals are sitting 10 and 7. You know right. what I mean? So, and the Browns are 8 and 9. So, I mean, I don't know. I I feel like, I feel like they should have probably played a little harder to get that 11. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, like I, you said, I if, feel that if, yeah. if you're in, you're in. So who cares? Exactly. And it's like, well, and I feel that that's kind of like the feeling across the board. Right. Either way, like I watched even the Steelers play Baltimore. And that was like the Steelers ended up winning, if I'm remembering correctly. And, you know, that even that it's kind of like I, I feel like the Bengals are going to play the Steelers. That's okay. just my that's my observation. That's my feeling. But I could be totally wrong. They could end up, end up playing the Bills. Well, right now the the Bengals are uh, top of AFC North, and the right below are the Steelers, and then the Browns. So, yeah. I mean, I, it's gonna be. I think you're right. I think it's gonna be the Steelers and the and the 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 Bengals, and then. Um, but that's why I say it's so important to get that 11 because, you know, if the Steelers beat the Bengals, um, you know, now it's going to be, they're going to be tied. Well, they'll be tied with 10 wins and then, but the, the Bengals will have se- se- uh, eight losses and then the Steelers have seven. That's true. So it's like versus 11 and seven and ten and eight. Um you know, or ten ten and seven, you know, that that secures cause don't the top doesn't the top uh people get the wild card pick? I do believe that's that is how it works. Yeah, like so. I'm not I'm not totally versed in the NFL, so to speak. But I do like it when I like. I'm a fair weather Bengals fan. I'll put it that way. Okay. Like I like it. I like it when they win, and I like watching these kind of games. It's kind of a nice way to get people over to your house and just have a nice party because of it. Right. Now the Cowboys, they're they're up and coming. They they subbanked the Eagles. It was fifty-one to twenty-six. Okay. And the Cowboys, the Cowboys are looking strong this year. I mean, like real good. Yeah, looking real good. Uh, surprise. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but 
you know, I'm definitely going to say that it's definitely like looking like they could do some damage. You know I can I mean? see that. They're they're 12 and 5, man. <laughs> like <laughs> 12 and 5. They haven't been this strong in a long long time. Definitely show material. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um I mean, like I said, they're top of the NFC East. Uh and then there's the Eagles below them, but I mean, it's like Nobody's close to them until you know what I mean. It's like Cowboys are twelve and five, and then the Eagles are nine and eight, and then it's seven and four. Washington, uh, the Washington Redskins. I'll never, I'll never call them the Washington Football Team. That's yeah, that's that's dumb. It's like that's dumb. It's like we'll calling get, the we, Celtics the Irish Americans or something. You know? Yeah, we won't we won't get into that. But right. it's it's dumb. It's dumb. And then the Giants are four and thirteen. Mm. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Rams are the Cardinals, and then the 49ers and then the Seahawks, and then the Packers are thirteen and four. I mean. Mm-hmm. And then the Buccaneers are thirteen and four. So, I mean, it's it's looking it's looking crazy over here for the National Football Conference, the NFC. I mean, I feel like the NFC has always been the NFC. In my opinion, is kind of like the SEC of college. Oh yeah, well, it's like well, let's be honest. This has been a crazy year in general, just because we're still. Uh, I know we usually don't talk like this stuff too much on the show but uh we're still dealing with covid stuff right you know and that 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 does play a a part in it where it's like which players can play or not right and you know it's i wouldn't say this year is not like last year where it's like last year i just put an asterisk over everything (laughs) you know what i mean like less of an asterisk but it's still a uh it's still it's still prevalent right you know not as big as an issue as last year, but it's still an issue. Right, for sure, for sure. Um, and then, you know, let's talk about the Chiefs, man. Uh, because I am a Chiefs fan. There's, bro, like, let's go. Like, some, they were looking, it wasn't looking good, and all of a sudden, somebody was like, hey, man, y'all need to turn it up. And they were like, okay. Like almost like they came to the practice one day and was like, "Oh, someone left the lights off. Let's let's go turn those on real quick." They're finally like, "Oh, someone uh, let's light this fire up again. Let's get this going," kind of thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Where it's like, like someone was like, "Hey, you know this breaker was off. Let's yeah. turn that back on again." <laughs> you, you know. Oh. No wonder the TV doesn't work. It's not plugged in. Yeah, it's like, do you notice this breaker issue? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that's awesome. So with football, in all the games, playoffs is coming up. Uh, you you do have a, uh, a a good recipe for us. I do. I do. You guys know most of my uh, superb party recipes aka game day queso which yeah. is mostly Belvita and salsa in the crop crock pot there 
little <laughs> dash of hot sauce to your liking to taste. Right. Right. To say, I uh, got another one for you guys out there. Super simple, super great. Everyone loves it. Bean dip. Bean dip. You you can't go wrong with a good bean dip, especially if you make it good bean dip. Oh yeah, and you know what? You can't really mess up with bean dip. It's kind of one of those things where it's like you do it to taste, but you do it the way you like it. Right, right. The the good because like the main spot of bean dip is a can of refried beans. Okay, I go with old old Paso family sized or value sized, as some of you might call it. and uh you know add salsa to your consistency depending on how much you how many people you have over because depending on where you live like sometimes you just add a little more salsa because you're having a little more people over i would say probably so probably what like one to two cans at most yeah like I i go Usually I go family-sized can of beans to half a can of salsa, like paste, paste-sized can of, uh, you know, like medium heat salsa. Right. Yeah, you, can, you can change the salsa to your liking. Like if you were like it really hot, you know, people would come in and like really hot, you know, whole can of, whole can of hot salsa there at a little yeah. – things a hot sauce there a little chipotle style but uh yeah you, you mix that up with the beans in a nice i i wouldn't call it like a casserole dish but like a half-sized cash casserole dish there you know what okay. i'm probably saying you know something you could put in the oven safely and then a whole bunch of mexican style set shredded cheese right on top Okay. How long yeah. are you are you baking that for? Till the cheese gets melty. Okay. Or crispy so really, to your liking. So really you're just kinda like heating it up. Pretty much. That that's all it is. That's why this is so great. It's like you can, like second people start showing up, you can literally just throw it in the oven and it'll just be pop ready it in. And like yeah. Pop it in. Like give it like fifteen minutes. You just want it hot. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Well there you go. Simple a simple recipe for you guys. Uh, to share along with some of the you know other game day recipes that we've we've done, or if you know some game day recipes that you want to do yourself. So yeah, that's awesome. All right, yeah. guys. Well, we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back right after this. And we're back, guys. I hope you enjoyed that recipe. Chase, I don't know if you ever made something like that before in your life. Yeah, no, I mean, um, usually when it comes to cooking, Mel does all the cooking. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm the, I'm the guy you call where you're like, bro, you know, my pantry's looking kind of thin. I got, I got my, you know, I got stuff in there, but. I need to, you know, last, you know, four or five days, maybe a week until I can go grocery shopping again. I need help. I'm the guy <laughs> you call. I'll like, I'll create something for for you, whatever. Uh, okay. But, well, it's okay. like I'll I'll tell Mel that you're inept yeah. in the kitchen for game day cooking. <laughs> some, some stuff like that, but 
mostly it, it's it's Mel that does all the cooking. Now, speaking of which, I wanted to talk to you guys about a project that we got going on. Uh, Seth, you, you saw that I sent pictures to you the other day, and I posted some on uh, Instagram of when I was smoking that meat. That was good meat. Like, I'm literally upset you did not send me the address. I was looking for the place where that was. I don't care. I had to buy a plane ticket, Chase. I would have came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, it was good. It was deer meat, too. Well, the, the steaks were deer meat, and then the rack of meat was uh, was uh, ribs, like rack of ribs. <laughs> That's good meat. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. So, um, but the project that we got going on and you're, you're going to be proud of me because I'm, I'm starting to like, you know, I'm starting to make my way into, into manhood. You know, I've, I've bought, I've purchased my first, um, power tool. Now I'm about, I've, well, you know about this, my drill that I purchased. Yes. Um, but now I'm about to. We're about to make my very first smoker. Oh, all yes. right, yeah. You getting yourself so, a little welder there, or are you planning like? Yeah, come? yeah. My friend Clint, he's got a welder, and we're gonna we're gonna cut. So we have a barrel shaped um, grill that, like, it's it's made for for grilling or whatever, and you know, charcoal or whatever. And he never uses it; it's just sitting there. And man, it's in great shape. It just needs a little TLC, just uh, it, okay. um, where we're gonna cut, you know, like that that hexagon diagonal cut, um, grading stuff. We're gonna cut oh, some yeah. of that out. We're gonna cut some of that out, and then um, cut that to like size and you know shape and stuff like that for it. And then what you what we're gonna do is we're gonna cut, um like a where the air vent is we're going to cut yes. that out we're going to cut that out completely and we're going to you know make a box a metal box and weld it to the side of you know that that way we can load wood chips and logs and stuff into the to the get side get that good smoke in the smoker yeah definitely so right. and then you know weld like a bracket to to attach the box and attach it to the frame. I'm like super excited. Getting like a nice tinder box where you can make the smoke in and then you have the flue yep. on the other side of the grill where it's just going to go up through the grill and all that's in the grill is going to be smoke. Right. I mean it, the the temperature gauge works on it. Okay. Um you know all of that stuff it all of that's good to go. It it I mean it needs some TLC. Like we're going to have to um you know, power wash it and and figure out like some spots that are rusted. But he was just saying, you know, all we do is take a a thin piece of metal and pretty much, you know, weld over the spots that are rusted with metal, and then we're just gonna spray paint it with thousand degree spray paint. Well, the rust adds flavor and character. <laughs> <laughs> So I take it this is a pre-existing grill you're refurbishing to be a smoke. Yes. Yes. Okay. Which I think, in my opinion, are are some of the best ones. Oh yeah. Well, it's like 
Because you're you're already going off a good model there. Right. Yeah. Instead it's like, dome shaped. You know. So it's not like you're getting an oil drum cutting it in half and then making it out of that. No, no. It's already like, you know, shaped and it's got a cover for it and everything, you know. Uh it's got the it's got the wood, you know. Um boards or whatever on the front so you can set stuff down on top of it you know what i mean like it's it's good to go it's 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 ready to rock and roll man so nice yeah i think i think we're gonna we're gonna have a good time with it so that's good man it's like and honestly like it's always it's always satisfying to have that kind of like instrument in your house right where it's like you can you can get up early on a Sunday morning, and be like, "Oh, I'm having the guys over for football. I'm making brisket." Right. And I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like smoking a brisket is a heck of a lot easier than barbecuing a brisket. You know what? I I'd say so. I, I'd say it takes longer, but right. I feel like the process gives it more flavor. Right. And it's easier overall. Because, like, you still got your rub, you still got everything, but you don't have to, uh, I'd say, hover over it as you would with the barbecue. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because the smoker, you put it in there, you know, every, what, 20, 30 minutes, you check it, make sure it's, you know, at the temperature that you want it to be, which is exactly about 200 to, to 225 at the most. Yeah. Depending on the size of the brisket, you know. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's the thing. You don't even have to open up the lid. You just no. have to check the temperature gauge. Temperature's not hot enough. You just got to, you know, fandangle the thing and check your wood, make sure there's still fire. Yeah. You know, where the yeah, wood is. and Check your tender box and add maybe a little more tender to it, a little more uh, oak or whatever. You're trying to gain the flavor into the meat there. You know, some people use cherry wood and right. so on and so forth. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited. I'm super excited. It definitely like making my way, like I said, to uh, being more of a man. <laughs> it's okay. I'll give you some man lessons here, Chase. I'll uh, basically ma- macho man, uh, Randy Savage. There. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, speaking of speaking of which, uh. It, I think it's time to get down to the beard of beard of the issue. Beard yeah. of the issue, uh, you, you're saying? Beard of yes. the subject here. Yes. So uh, oh. one of our one of our uh, segments that we haven't done in a in a, in a while uh, is is our beard segment here, and this is where we get on and we talk about tips and tricks um, for grooming or just growing or anything of that nature. Uh, and sometimes we do product review, and Seth has a product that he would like to do a review over. So go ahead, Seth. Yes, this is this is a first for me, guys. So because usually I am the lazy beard guy <laughs> that uses shampoo and pomade to shape his beard. I'm so proud or of you. Wash uh, but, a little uh, tear. A little tear is forming. I feel yes. like we're both we're both we're growing. growing. We're growing as people <laughs> together and we're doing it together. That's, that's what counts. Exactly. Chase. We're actually human now. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, tell us, tell us about the, the product and, uh, 
what you like about it and you know your dislikes and so on and so forth will do will do well i got this as a present over christmas and i tell you what i'm probably never going back oh this is i tell you what i love the smell of this so much it is big bourbon beard wash by buffalo trace and duke cannon it is a collaboration Oh, collaboration. Yeah, Duke Cannon actually makes a really good uh, beard wash by themselves. So that's cool that they're collaborating with somebody and and making, you know, like a good product. I, I tell you what, like, I am surprised I did not see this when I went to Buffalo Trace myself. Mm. But it it is crazy. It smells like a bourbon barrel. Okay. It is fantastic. It I my beard feels smooth. I I prefer using this over. I'll tell you what what Chase. I prefer using this over using shampoo on my beard. <laughs> I would hope so, but that's <laughs> but that's awesome. I mean, no, that's good to know. I mean, and for people that don't know Seth, Seth is the guy that will do what he needs to do to have a nice beard. But at the minimal price, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Like honestly, right like, now I'm just sniffing it, and it smells amazing. <laughs> it smells a little bit like musk, a little bit like a bourbon barrel on a nice Kentucky morning with the dew nice. on the grass. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, it smells so, fantastic. As far as like amount of product that you have to use, like, do you feel like you're using a lot, or does a little go a long way? A little goes a long way. I'm telling you what, Chase, I don't know if you can see, like, you there at home, you definitely can't see because <laughs> me and Chase have a little camera that's that shows us. There is a little arrow that shows you a little, a little and a lot. Chase, okay. I don't know if you can see that there. But, yes, uh, I can. I can. It's a hefty portion, and the whole bottle is honestly six fluid ounces. Okay. So you don't really need a whole lot, just a little little dab, and I tell you, you, you almost you, you almost have to swat ladies off you <laughs> for this. <laughs> there you go, there you go. All right, so really, you know, the moment of truth here, um, the beard of truth here, <laughs> the beard of truth. Well, before we before we get the like overall rating, what would you say that you don't like about it? Is there anything that you don't like about it? Well, I don't like that I can't find it in Kroger's and Walmart. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and you know, here's the thing. You know, you say that jokingly, but I feel like that's a that's a good. Like, I feel like that's pretty legitimate. <laughs> that's a legitimate, you know, that, that's a legitimate concern. Like not being able to go and straight out to the store and, and buy buy some of the stuff. You know, some of the beard oil that I like that I use on a regular basis, like I can only go and get it from one shop. You know what I mean? Here in Waco. Like I'm gonna have to go probably tomorrow to the place that I used to go get my hair cut and stuff and go buy like their, their beard oil. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like this a lot because it's like the scent is Oak barrel. Okay. And made in the USA. Like that's always a big, I'll be honest. I'll go out of my way sometimes just to buy stuff made in the USA. Right. 
And yeah, I'm a pretty simple guy, so that's all you really need to do for me. <laughs> okay, so any any other dislikes that, that that you might have about it? Uh, no, no. Uh, as read on the bottle, like another thing I like about it, a portion of the proceeds go to uh, benefits U.S. veterans. So I oh, dig wow. that. There you go. Okay, yeah. so uh, what what would you rate it? What was your what was your beard? you know, rating B on it. Well, Chase, I'm not going to lie. Since this would be my first beard review of any product, <laughs> it's going to be pretty high. It's going to so, be pretty high. Okay. But I go with the David Portnoy kind of review style when he rates pizza. No one gets a 10. Nobody gets a 10. Yeah. It's so, hard. It's hard. To, it's hard to get a 10. 8.9. 8.9. So that would be... That would be what? Two beards and a mustache? That would be, I'm sorry, Chase, that would be, I, I'd i say eight beards and mutton chops. Eight beards and mutton chops out of a 10 beard system. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Eight beards and a mutton chop. Uh, I, I mean, that's that's pretty strong. It's, it's very strong. Like, Chase, I'm going to have to buy some of this and send it down to you to Texas for you to smell. Because the smell is what's really selling me on this. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. All right, Chase. Well, as much as I like to talk about beard wash, I think it's time for us to head on out of here. What do you say? I say that sounds like a plan. So, all right, guys, so that is all the time we have, and thank you so much for stopping by, and until next week, y'all be safe. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next week. Until then, stay frosty. Mm -hmm.